Hey, we're back on the rule of three. Two comics, three topics, ten minutes each, no politics. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Slego. On the other side, as always, Mr. Ben Washburn. Hello, hello. Uh, later in the show, we uh, we have a visit from the fact checker. Jeffrey Jen is going to be uh, dropping by. It's, uh, it's Apparently, he's got a long list of uh, mistakes we made. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, the last yeah. time he was here. I can't believe it. I've been so careful. <laughs> it's so selective. Uh <laughs> Uh, also, uh, in uh, in the second episode, we're going to be talking about Gandhi. And, yes, uh, it's uh, some facts you might not have known about God- Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, that'll be in the second uh, uh, episode. Uh, before we get into the first, though, uh, uh, just a reminder: we do have a poll running uh, uh, on our Facebook page, "Rule of Numeral Three Podcast" on Facebook. Uh, uh, you don't have to type out numeral, just do the, the, the one key. The, the number three, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We might have some older people that listen to the show that don't get that. But, yeah, we have a poll running there. We want to know if, uh, if you like the no politics format that we've been, uh, we've been uh, uh, messing around with for a few months now, or if you'd like to see, you know, it's a presidential campaign. We've got uh, there, there, there's an impeachment hearing starting this week. Maybe you want to hear Bent and I talk about politics. Maybe you want to hear us at each other's throats again. Yeah. And are tired of all the nicey nice. So, yeah. yeah so. Come on. Get... <laughs> oh. So, uh, go on there and vote uh, right now. Right now, uh, politics is winning. Really, is it? Yeah, what, politics is winning right now. How far? Like what percentage? It's, don't it's, use it's, the it's, it's pretty much. Yeah. Oh, of course not. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's pretty much it's pretty much an even tie. But, but. Uh, I believe I believe uh, uh, it's up by about by about ten percent. Oh, oh it's, uh, my it's goodness! Bring the politics back. So yeah. So it's like six to five. <laughs> no, actually, it's more than that. You, 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 oh, would, wow. be, you would be surprised wow. how many people actually have engaged with it. Uh, oh, wow. uh, and, you know, uh, uh, you, you might not be surprised, and you have to go to the page to actually see how many people have actually engaged with the poll. <laughs> it's, not, it's not accurate because I made a mistake on it. I, uh, oh. I, put, a, I put an expiration date that, that was way too early. Oh, and uh, the first I poll, see. the first poll disappeared. So it's not a completely oh. accurate number that uh, that you'll see on the Facebook page, but it's not far off. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, Sadly, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, on to our first topic. Here is uh, uh, Bent. Uh, you're talking to us from Seattle. I am. I'm in a hotel room in Seattle. Uh, there, you might hear a vacuum outside the door. They might knock. And try to get in here and clean. Oh, oh well, yeah. house, housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping might do that. <laughs> I was thinking. I, hope I, not. I was thinking something else was going on in Seattle, and you were being metaphoric. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> it's a vacuum outside the door. <laughs> the door. No, no, no. There's no, nothing, nothing nefarious. Um, yeah, I'm out here doing shows at uh, the Seattle Comedy Underground and recording them. Because I, I wanted to do my, my next CD, which would be titled Sorta Bad. And unfortunately, the show, uh, because of me, uh, lived up to the title, Sorta Bad. Oh, not, wow. not great. 
I mean, maybe, I didn't have maybe, a horrible maybe, set, but maybe you cursed it because this is that this I believe, if I'm not mistaken, isn't this the first one that did not use the bent pun? It it is, yeah. Um, maybe I have to go back to the the my roots puns. Maybe bent, that's what I have bent bad bent badly. Bent badly, <laughs> badly bent, badly bent. Maybe that's it. Badly bent. I like that better. Actually, badly bent, badly bent. Yeah, I it just I I got sidetracked because uh, while I was here, I've been preparing. I met with my friend Paul Currington, and we prepared for a TEDx talk that I'm going to be doing in February. So that took one day and took all my thought, and then all the writing there. And then I was on a podcast, uh, not podcast actually. It's NPR. I was interviewed uh, for the local NPR station for about this about forty minutes. And telling him a story uh, that I had to revisit and go back over. And it's kind of a uh, pretty heavy uh, family story. Um, and then, you know what I mean? I didn't have my head together when I went into the set. Do you ever yeah. have that happen where you uh-huh. just... Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's this stuff I was doing that was just... It was all about... Uh, the main bit that I'm having a problem with uh, is it's about stupid arguments. Uh-huh. And how we get into stupid arguments. Sure, sure. I've seen, I've, it, seen, I've seen portions of that bit. Yeah. It just wasn't... I don't know what it... It wasn't working. I don't. Huh. They didn't. They didn't. I, they, they did not. They did not follow. They didn't. The they, audience didn't follow. They weren't there with you. They they were. I think it was me. I just wasn't. Or I think maybe it's too much like a lecture, like like it is right now as I've been talking. <laughs> it's like dry. There was just nothing. They I don't want to uh, hear yeah, me talk yeah. about it. Right. No. I I I've seen that. I, I I've. I, I've seen that. I've done that. What are you? Who, who am I kidding? Yeah. I've I've done that. It, it, it's uh, you know, you 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 uh, when you're doing you know something that has like like meaning behind it, material that has meaning behind it, it, yeah. it, it it's very easy to slide off that idea that you know that that that, that, that there's that you need punchlines. It's yeah. you know you'll you, you'll write something with punchlines and it, it'll come around and, and then it will have actually a little deeper meaning than just the joke that you originally intended, but when you go the other way when you start with the meaning, it's really easy to forget that there's got to be punchlines in there. Got to be punchlines, and this was this is just a series of uh, well they're funny. It's fine. It does work, but it's just not. Yeah, it's not good enough. I think I need to find an illustration. And if of of a stupid argument and couch the whole thing within an actual stupid argument I've had, right? Like, they're they're like, more acted out rather than rather than yeah. narr- narrate the, the 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 hypothetical argument. You 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 need to act it out. Yeah, it's, uh, you need to bring in the stupid guy. Yeah, which is usually me. Uh, you know, if it's a personal story, it's just it's funnier. But if it's just a lecture about. Uh, like I talk about confirmation bias, and it's just like it's, it's like, well, huh? Is this Wikipedia or something that yeah. they're reading? Yeah, so. yeah, no, no yeah, I totally, totally understand. It's uh, so, so, so actually, what's really funny? It's it, it's your TED talk. It, yeah, it, it's, it's <laughs> uh, as it, it, it's uh, rather than rather than comedy with uh, with, with with a deeper meaning, you actually did a TED talk with a couple jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think what starts to happen, and that's a mm. problem. Is this that the same is, thing? This is the same set you did for Drybar, or similar? It's uh, it's similar. It's and it, similar. And it, was, it was funny. It was funny at Drybar when you. Did it, it worked for... at Drybar. It huh. worked at Drybar. I think part of it's my own delivery, and I just got the story about my my family. My mom 
It's about her. There's there's the vacuum cleaner, by the way. Is it? Well, that's an airplane. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, or a leaf blower. <laughs> it's, it's, it could be a leaf blower. There's <laughs> actually this uh, this month's popular mechanic shows you how to make a hovercraft out of leaf blowers. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, that, I can see why they call it popular mechanics. <laughs> but yeah, let's make but, a hovercraft. But, but go on. <laughs> oh no, no, I think that was much better than me talking about that. But <laughs> my, my, uh, I was going to say the story with my mom. She, uh, it, it's a story about um, kind of how I got into comedy, and when I I decided to finally do comedy instead of the fine art. I don't know if, how many people know that on the podcast, but I studied painting i got my master's in painting and i i often say which is why i do comedy you know because i have no job skills but uh i i gave up saying what kind of coffee would you like yeah well i guess so (laughs) or not but it uh the story is about my mom's loss of she had a lapse in mental health for a while very bad one and uh and that kind of led to some things to where i became a comic after that this is how i knew my mom this one, I realized she was, she'd lost it. I, I went to visit her one day. She had, she called me and, and told me she had some shoes for me that I was going to need because basically she hinted at it. The end of the world was coming and we weren't, you know, there wouldn't be any shoes available. So I thought things are bad. Called my brothers and si- my sister and they said, yeah, something she's, and they told me all this stuff about a psychotic break basically. But mm-hmm. I went to see her. I went to see her to check up on her, and there's this lump of what I thought was lead on the table. And I said, what is this? She said, it's silver. And I said, well, where, where did you get it? She said, well, God led Scott, and that was, our, uh, that was my brother-in-law. He's since passed away. God led Scott to a silver mine. He got on his mountain bike, and, and God just led him by the Spirit on like a 20-mile mountain bike ride, which is crazy because he, he was like 350 pounds. And anyway, led him out by the lake. And there was just silver coming out of the ground, she told me. And I said, well, and I did, you know, I did, it, it, didn't, it didn't sound credible to me, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. And I said, well, what does dad say? And she said, well, I told your, your dad, your dad, and your dad thinks it's lead. And I said, well, what do you think? And she said, well, I told your dad, well, Phil, why would God lead Scott to a lead mine? <laughs> just, and that's when I like that. <laughs> That is airtight circular logic. There's no getting in there. Yeah. And, but it was that moment, you know, our parents uh, were born into beliefs and opinions and faiths and all this stuff. And she was such a, so much of what kept me believing for so long. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when suddenly she wasn't there or competent, it's like the rug was pulled out. And uh, from there I thought, wait, you know what? I think I don't believe all of this. I think I'm going to go do comedy now. <laughs> it's okay. Because before I didn't want to do comedy. I thought you go to hell, you couldn't get to heaven and do comedy. And uh, it's probably right. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, I still haven't. Uh, uh, I, I, am, I am not on my way to heaven. <laughs> so I've been, uh, been, been 30 years in the wrong direction. So. <laughs> it's never too late, Tim. You just turn around. Uh, Can, can't you do a deathbed uh, confession? Oh yeah, Does it yeah. Work that oh way? yeah, we got that. We we we've got that clause. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any of that clause. I'm. I'm old. I'm in trouble, in deep trouble. But only if you really believe it. That's what I find that uh, 
there's so many of the rules and the a lot of it's comforting if you believe it, right? Religion is this shelter from the world if you believe you need the shelter. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you believe in all the apocalyptic ideas and all the, the you, and all this impending doom and the evil, you need the shelter. But once you stop believing some of that, then the shelter's like a prison. It's like, I don't, <laughs> why am I here? You know what else is like a prison? But the that, time. The yeah, time. I'm minutes. way over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're back on the rule of three. Uh, in the uh, next uh, segment, we are going to uh, we we've got a visit from the fact checker. He's uh, he's on hold as we speak. Uh, we'll be bringing him in in just uh, just a little over uh, uh, ten minutes. But uh, in this episode, uh, uh, Bent found a, a really nice clickbait article that uh, that we'll probably have to link on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, it's it. It was uh, twenty things you did not know about Gandhi, and uh, boy, they're they're not good things. They aren't. <laughs> that's why you didn't know them. I mean, I suspect that's why we didn't know. What do you think? I would cover all of every single one of those things. I would not want people to know. I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 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 the first one. The first one was uh, he left uh, his dying father on his deathbed to go have sex with his wife. Yeah, but, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, that one I don't, that one I understand. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't believe it, actually. It's just horrible. But, it, but well, you know, actually, it, what would have been horrible is if he didn't leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. He's asleep. He can't hear anything. Yeah, he's gonna. Now, <laughs> he's been gone in about ten minutes. So don't worry about he's it. He's not gonna hey, tell he's, anyone. He's not, yeah, <laughs> he'll enjoy it. It's just something. To, uh, that's a great way to leave. I. What amazes me is that you know these lists start from least worst to worst. So when you start out with that, and you know it's gonna get worse from there, you're like, oh, this list is gonna be wow. It's going to be wow. Yeah. yeah. And it is. Yeah. It is wow. What was two? What was number two? Uh, I did not number these. I did not. No, oh, okay. I, I don't. You'll have to go there to go all 20. I just I just pulled out the ones that I, that, that, that just really shocked me. Um, he, he wrote a letter to Hitler and yeah. uh, addressed <laughs> it, dear friend. <laughs> you know, yeah, it wasn't a nasty gram. It was not a nasty gram. He was... He's going to schmooze the Hitler man. <laughs> you know, and you think, you think that, Hit, you, you know, you, you, you hear that Hitler's only friends were his dogs. Nah, he had a friend in Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> what was there's a phrase in there? I'm sure yeah, you're not he, as yeah, bad oh, yeah, as yeah, your Yeah, he said, he said, he, that's what he said. I don't think you're, I don't believe, I think that you're not a monster like everyone tries yeah. to paint you. Yeah, they're just painting you in a negative light. Well, actually, uh, he's worse. He is worse. This there's examples of this all over in history. You know, geniuses that mean well, but you can be so wrong about. His, yeah. <laughs> you know, one guy, man, he missed the boat on that one. Yeah, he uh, uh, also had a pet goat. 
And uh, yeah. the, the reason the reason why is that uh, he didn't he didn't believe in milk. Uh, but uh, when his teeth started falling out, and uh, if you've seen the pictures, <laughs> when you see the pictures of him, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, he gave up all his possessions, including his teeth. It would appear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They said, you know, you really need you really need milk. That's why your teeth are yeah. falling out. So he said, okay, I'll drink goat's milk. And so they started bringing him milk, and he wasn't sure it's goat's milk. So he actually got himself a goat that he traveled he with. Did, he so did he not just... trust those dairy. Yeah, <laughs> sneaky. Those, the those... thing is, if you saw Gandhi like on the street in Seattle here, my first you wouldn't thing recognize would be meth. Him. I would you think just meth. Say, oh, there's another crystal one. <laughs> meth. That's what I would think. Meth, really, because it's that bad, you know. Yeah, but it was just lack of calcium. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's also his diet also uh, led to constipation. Oh man, this is crazy. And uh, yeah. uh, um, and he would spend a lot of time spend a lot of time sitting on the toilet trying to trying to get some. And uh, he would actually uh, uh, he asked his aides to bring women in to visit him while he was sitting on the toilet grunting. His young lady aides would come in and keep him company while he was doing. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Who's going to watch the old man poop? You know what I mean? It's like crazy. It's your turn. I did make it last sure, time. Make sure he doesn't fall oh. in. That's what you want to do. Make sure you... Uh, and also because of his uh, 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 constipation, he would uh, uh, do daily enemas. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, enjoyed them so much oh. that he uh, encouraged all his female companions to uh, to do them as well. Oh jeez! And female companions. Man. Oh my gosh! You know the guy. The guy had no possessions. He had no clothes. He had no money. He ate very little food. But man, did he have yeah. the ladies! It's crazy how <laughs> just the charisma of it. Like, because when again, if I saw him, I wouldn't think this is a ladies' yeah. man. Sure, sure. It's like that thing. It's a. It, it, it's a. You know, Manson. Manson got married, and there's single guys running around. It's so it, weird. I, it, it, it's so weird. The the anime thing is strange. I don't know. Well, keep going because there's more. There, that's the thing. There, how many are there? Twenty things. It was. That's crazy. Twenty things. It's uh. It, it's uh. He he also he also tried to tried to remain celibate. Yeah, this one kills me because uh, this one uh kills. Me. He he yeah. he. His belief was that one who conserves his vital fluid acquires unfailing power. It's just well, I guess, well, I don't have a lot of power, so yeah. So it reminds Man. me, I, uh, <laughs> you, you a fan of Doctor Strange, love? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's our uh, precious yeah. bodily fluids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so wild. So wild, and he would do the, the chastity test. Is that in there? Where yes, he would, yes, he would actually he would actually sleep naked with two young girls, and 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 I don't mean that. Uh, I, I don't mean young women. I mean yeah. girls. He would, it, it, which you yeah, know, it, it's, it, it's uh, just. And I think we've said that before. Is that every cult, every person that see has a direct line to God? Every man that the first thing God tells that that prophet. Is that you need to sleep with underage girls? It's so crazy. 
Yeah. And now he, but he, it was he was testing his chastity. Exactly. I mean, he was supposed to just sleep yeah. and not touch them. But that, yeah, he'd wake up the freaks. next morning, darn, 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 darn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I failed again. <laughs> I was not strong. It's, I must oh. try. I must try again <laughs> until I succeed. We don't give up. We do not. We never give up. And he was married. We've, he was, oh yeah, he was married. Oh, and he as loved his, his uh, wife. As is, oh, oh. Uh, actually, actually, I have a little quote here about his wife. He said, uh, and I have to resist not doing the Apu voice here. I yeah, simply don't do cannot that. bear to look at Ba's face. His, his uh, wife was named Ba. This, that right out of the gate, like wow, that's yeah. you I might simply wow. cannot bear to look at Ba's face. <laughs> The expression oh. is often like that on the face of a meek cow and gives oh. one the feeling as a cow occasionally does that her in her own dumb manner she is saying something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so insane. That is so I don't I don't, I don't happy, know. Happy he, anniversary, uh, Gandhi and Ba, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I've ever had a hero fall further. You know what I mean? I mean, he is one of the most revered. Sure. I have one of his books that was given to me by one of his, a guy who just loves him. And I, I started reading through it. I don't, I, I didn't read the whole thing. I wonder if it's in there. I have to go, go check. It's a famous biography. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has any of this in it. Yeah. I don't think it has any of it in it. Uh, wow, mustard and lime juice. That's a, he loved mustard and lime juice uh, uh, massages. <laughs> which yeah, which yeah is, is who is, gave them to him? I wonder. Uh, I wonder who oh, gave him again, to him. again, young girls. Because <laughs> he can get a massage and test his chastity at the same time. And, He's a multitasker uh, and, and smell like ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> It was, reading that, reading this thing, is crazy. And then when you read the thread, it's interesting too. Did you read any of the comments in the thread? Yeah, no, was, no, no. I just, oh, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I procrastinated till right before the podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Read the thread. Read the comments in the thread. The people. How do you know this is all true? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean there, there there's always that. You know, it, it, it's, oh, yeah. it's once you once you humanize somebody who's uh, who's been deified, it's uh, people do not they, yeah. they they won't believe it. They they do not yeah. want, they don't want to hear that. They they want yeah. they want to think they want to have a belief that uh, that there is someone that is as uh, pure as uh, Gandhi has been uh, down to put be. up to be. Yeah, they want that example of, of someone who did it. You know, I wonder but, if the I I just hope. Tim, I'm going to go see Mr. Rogers this week, and I just hope <laughs> that it is not a similar experience. I will be so depressed if Mr. Rogers had these kind of things come out. I would just, I would be so depressed. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah.
Which brings us to the final segment of the Rule of Three. And uh, as, is, uh, as is our pleasure, quite often, uh, uh, we have a monitor checking all our podcasts out there, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Jenna. And uh, he'll, he, he, he comes on, he, he, he pops in from time to time to uh, co- correct previous episodes. So uh, uh, right. please welcome Jeff Jetta to the show. Hey, guys. Always hey. a pleasure to talk with Thank you. Jeff. And uh, hey, I'm going to jump right in because I got a lot of stuff here. As oh, usual. boy. Um, yeah. We... <laughs> uh, a, a, couple of, a couple of episodes ago, you guys were off on a tangent and talking about facial recognition software. Yeah. It was uh, artificial intelligence. And I think it was Tim. It, it's. Ben, Probably I, it had to be I Tim feel, if it I was a tangent because it's usually and it's usually Tim who makes these mistakes. Uh, <laughs> but he said something about getting plastic surgery or disguising himself and facial, and I don't know how it does this, but facial recognition technology works despite um, what surgeries and disguises so, so, how, it, would, it would i don't know how but it's it has something to do with the eyes and the shape of the face underlying everything oh, which uh. apparently can't be changed yeah uh, yeah you know what having when we used to draw like trying to draw a portrait there's very specific distances from the outside corner of your eye to the edge of your nose to the edge of your lips and like those few right. uh points uh, but I bet if you got like plastic surgery where like you could go in and saw your skull and then like, take out maybe yeah. like even just an eighth of an inch of skull down the center from the bridge of the nose up sure. all the way back and just squeeze it together. Take I think out, it would take, work. Take out a little forehead. Yeah. I, I, yeah just, I think it would work. It's like – I think it's it, like old time barbershop, just a little off the top, please. <laughs> or in the, out the middle, a little out the center middle of your skull. I think it could. Uh, anyway, that's all I had there. Uh, there was a quote that nothing is sadder than an aging hipster, which I always thought was Charles Bukowski. But uh, all, the, all the research I, I uh, found is that it's actually Lenny Bruce from his autobiography, oh. which is one of my favorite books of all time, How to Talk Dirty. And influence well, it's people. people. Uh, so it's not uh, Tom Brokaw. Nice. It's not Tom Brokaw. <laughs> I thought, no, I thought no, he no, said no, that. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> oh, nothing sadder than a aging hipster. <laughs> not the greatest generation. <laughs> the greatest generation of aging hipsters. Uh, it could be sadder to be in Fallujah. Generation of aging, aging hipsters. hipsters. Uh, ben said something about paying for their, his kid's college, and I'd just like to throw in my two cents. You don't owe your kid a college education. So, yeah. Uh, don't so do it. Anyway, this was this was my favorite thing though. You were talking about space city sites on SpaceX and Virgin Galactic. Yeah. Uh, and first of all, I would like to put in this. I am the guy. If I had two hundred and fifty grand, I would do it in a heartbeat. To space? I you, oh absolutely. Like and absolutely. and you mean and come back. You're not talking like some sort of jettison funeral thing. You mean like a trip no, there no. and back, okay. Wow. Yeah, you guys were talking about once about – you got off on a thing about uh, Virgin Galactic and yeah. SpaceX and how yeah. people pay $250,000 yeah. to take that eight-minute ride. I'm the guy. You huh. do it. If I had if I had 250 large to burn, 
I would do it in a heartbeat. Not the Ferrari. Oh, you absolutely. would not go for the Ferrari for that 250 large. No. You no, would... no, oh. no. No? No, no. Just an no, eight-minute but... space ride. What I if they're it. not even going to space? That's my thing. How would you know? I went on this it's... ride in Disney, and it was just a movie screen <laughs> in front of me. And they could easily dupe a lot of people. Was it called Soaring California? <laughs> is that an omni what is that one the soaring california soaring yeah this this one at uh, disneyland mm-hmm. where you get in this kind of giant uh augmented reality thing where you're in like a hang glider and it and it feels real yeah and it's just a movie and they show a movie in front and all around you, it's like a surround movie. And it yeah. feels like you're in a hang glider and you're like swoop down under the Golden Gate Bridge. It's really cool. Yeah, see, that's what oh, I was thinking. Really they could cool. do something like that with like large batches of people. And, all right, oh. but now let's get into important things. Okay. <laughs> really important. I know, these sound pretty crucial. <laughs> they do, yeah. In that, in that same discussion, something about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory came up. And, yes. And the kids... So I have a complete rundown on the fate of the children. <laughs> I'm Charlie so glad you did that. Factory. That's good. You're welcome. <laughs> um, the first out was Augustus Gloop. Yep. And he got out because he drank from the chocolate river. He fell in it. He, got, he yeah. fell in and sucked into the thing. Yep. yep. Old Augustus Gloop. Uh, <laughs> second out was Violet Beauregard. Who ah. chews the gum that's like a complete three course meal and turns and into the blueberry? End, she turned to a giant blueberry. Yep. That's right. And then yeah. they, they they take her away to the juicing room to squeeze the juice out of her. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Third out, the very the very very sad Veruca Salt. She got thrown out because she went over to get a squirrel, one of the trained squirrels who sorted the nuts, the good nuts from the bad nuts. And her and uh, Willy Wonka would not sell her one, so she tried to steal one. And then the squirrels decided she was a bad nut and threw her and her parents down the garbage chute. When is I don't remember what I don't remember that part of the movie. This is the what? book. This is the book. Oh, this is the book. No, okay. no, no, no. This is in the movie too. It's in the, in movie, the movie too. too. Huh. Yep. I thought she. And she's... then finally, okay. the yep. last kid out is Mike TV. Yes. Uh, and he. Gets in the shrinking chocolate TV, the yeah. chocolate teleporter, and gets shrank, and they take him off to the taffy room for pooling. But then let's get to the crux of the movie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. The fact is that all those four kids were thrown out because they broke the rules. They t- ate or drank something they wasn't supposed to eat. Yeah. But Charlie Bucket also yeah. broke the rules. Yeah. He yeah. drank the super fizzy, and that he didn't get caught. And he still got. Yeah, that's why. That's why, because he didn't get caught. So, what lesson does Charlie in the Chocolate Factory (laughs) teach our children? (laughs) It's okay to cheat if you don't get caught. I think that is exactly. (laughs) It seems to be. Yeah. And I. I always, from the first time I ever saw that movie, I went, well, well, wait a minute. That kid screwed up too. Why isn't he thrown out? And why doesn't Charlie, or, or uh, what's his name, uh, who owns the chocolate factory? I want to say Gene Willy Wonka. Wilder, but it's not yeah. him. Why doesn't Willy Wonka die a lonely old man like Howard Hughes? 
Yeah. <laughs> that should that's, Kleenex that's boxes the way the on movie his feet. Should end. That should be how the movie ends. Okay, then. Maybe just a montage from... of like him just eliminated six, seven hundred children. Just do that yeah. for two hours. That's good. From the Halloween episode, two mm. quick things. One, the scariest haunted house. Yeah. I heard an extended interview with this guy on the radio. Yeah. It's basically. When you sign up for, to try to get to $20,000, you basically are agreeing to allow him to psychologically and physically torture you until you break. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's how he does it. it. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's like you, he waterboards you. They 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 shoot you with hoses and put you in a cold room and let you shiver for a half an hour. They pull and your he, fingernails he, out. Oh, that's good. So yeah, this no, so this guy this guy is the most brilliant psychopath ever. <laughs> right, right up right. the open. Yeah, just bring me some dog food. (laughs) (laughs) That's just. uh, And it starts like you have to show up there at six in the morning, and you sit around for four or five hours being bored, and then they put you through this uh, interrogation and introduction, and uh, then starts the torture. After all that. And it and it's not like you're walking through some haunted house and people are popping up going, Boo, boo. No. Hey, we're gonna blindfold you. Put your hand in here. Oh, no, that's guts. Yeah, you know, yeah. Really a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> that's not what it is. This guy you basically let this guy torture you until you break. <laughs> that's so Okay. If well, you want to try to go get the twenty grand, go ahead. So, uh, <laughs> that's funny. You know. Well, okay, and mystery solved because I was wondering about that yeah. one. Yeah. And then finally, uh, of all the candy tampering things, you know, people are always worried. There yeah. is actually only one confirmed case of candy tampering ever. And that was in the either late 60s or early 70s. And the guy who tampered with the candy was the kid's father who killed his own son to get his insurance money. Wow. wow. Oh my word. That's, that's like, that's poisoning candy. Now there have been a, there have been, I think 80, about 80 uh, other reported cases of like pins and razors and apples, etc., etc. Yeah. And most of those, except for one or two have proven to be hoaxes. Uh. And, then there's the famous case of the guy handing out Snickers bars that were actually filled with marijuana. And what? this is my favorite one of all. The guy worked at the post office <laughs> and he was in the dead letter office and found this box of Snickers bars that were in the dead letter office. Oh, And he, uh. took, he took them home thinking, I'll just pass them out. Nobody's ever going to know. But oh, what wow. happened was somebody, somebody was trying to smuggle pot through the mail. In Snicker bars. It's oh, Snicker wow. bar wrappers. And they were just like packed hard with pot. And he was like handing them out like, hey, I'm the nicest guy in the block. I'm handing out full-size, full-size Snicker bars. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, somebody must have hit a skunk are, around here. Woo. Yeah. There are, there are no confirmed cases of strangers tampering with candy and handing it out on, That's, on Halloween. That restores a lot of... Uh, faith, faith in humanity, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, right. 
And, and uh, I read a couple articles, and uh, two of the articles I said agreed that those kind of urban legends trace back to the famous Tylenol poisoning in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which was, I believed, never solved. Right. Oh, they, that they, 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 had, they, yeah. they have a suspect, I think. Uh, yeah, they're, they they're pretty they sure know they know who did it, but, they, it, but they couldn't. They couldn't pin yeah. it on them. Yeah, it was. Uh, what that's, do they uh, do that's, with uh, that? that's the that's the Walgreens right across from Zany's there on yeah. Wall Street. Did you right. know that? Yep, 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 yep. yep. You showed yep. that to yep. me when so, I was there. Do do they? What do they? Do they keep eye on him? Then does he just every morning he comes out of his house and there's a cop staring at him? You know what I mean? What do they do uh, with him? Uh, I think hmm. it's like the guy who they suspected did the uh, what is it called uh, anthrax thing. That they could never prove that he did it, hmm. but they know. Mm, oh, they know. Close. They yeah. know. They know. So, but uh, and as my as my friend who is a retired prosecutor, he's the retired county prosecutor in our county, has told me on several occasions the number one way they catch criminals is not all this forensic stuff and and you know, evidence and, oh, we found a clue. You know, the number one way most criminals get caught, they have a big mouth and they tell somebody what they did. And the person turns them in because they're angry with them. Huh. Really? So they tell yes. someone what they did and then they tick them off. And that's it. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to go tell them what you did with the Tylenol, Bob. What do you think of yeah. that? <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, you know, he said, you know, what happens is a guy robs a bank and then he's out that night in a bar somewhere. He's got a few pops in him and he, hey, you know, the bank got robbed. Where do you think I got all this money? <laughs> and there's a and there's a $5,000 reward for information. Some guy sitting in the bar turns him in. Yeah. So. That's ninety. That, he said ninety-five percent of their cases. That's yeah. how they get solved. Is okay. That guy, restores my faith in humanity again. That there's snitches yeah. everywhere. That's good. And, well, <laughs> my, my friend, Dave, my friend Dave, told me that if you committed a crime and just kept, if you like one of us, for example, who's really not a career criminal, if one of us went out, planned it out, robbed a bank, and never told anybody. And never did it again. <laughs> you would probably get away with it. Oh my word! Yeah, oh, but wow. you, what would you get away with? Like three hundred bucks? There's no money in banks anymore. No, it's all it's all computer no money records. anywhere anymore. Yeah, I got to figure out how to steal Bitcoin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's gonna be hard. Yeah, I know. I, I don't because I, I I can't even open GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, Jeff, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you even more for uh, uh, making sure that our that uh, that our little podcast keeps yeah. accurate. Well, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you. All there. the always research. a pleasure, guys. And All the pe- research, man. If people want to get a I hold of you, fun. how do they do I that, enjoy. Jeff? Hey, uh, they can go. I, they can go to Dry Bar and watch my special, which is called. Uh, old dog, new jokes, Jeffrey Jenna, or they can look, look, just Google me on, on YouTube, search me on YouTube, Jeffrey Jenna dry bar, search me on Facebook, Jeffrey Jenna dry bar, or go to my website, which is strangely enough, Jeffrey Jenna.com. Okay. We'll, we'll see you next time. Thanks guys. Bye Jeff. And if you want to know more about uh, me, uh, uh, you can go to Tim Slagle.com. You want to know more about Bent, you can go to... Bentwashburn.com, B-E-N-G-T.
Washburn.com. And how would you vote, Matt? Would you would you do uh, politics or no politics? Huh? Huh? Well, have you, have know, you voted you know, yet, or if, do you want to keep your secret ballot? I like the well. You know, if we did just a little, like maybe if we said we're going to do one episode and we could the people who wanted to come turn in, it's coming, it's coming, and then you know what I mean. That's yeah. what I think. Okay. Okay, so uh, yeah, go to Facebook, Rule of Numeral 3 Podcast on Facebook. Uh, give us a like there if you haven't in the past. Uh, uh, you can also uh, vote. Wait, should we get the politics out or leave it? Uh, uh, keep the politics out or bring it back? Um, also, you can send us an email, Rule of uh, 3 at timslegel.com. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week.